Welcome to the Product Agility Podcast, the missing link between Agile and product. The purpose of this podcast is to share practical tips, strategies, and stories from world-class thought leaders and practitioners. Why, I hear you ask? Well, I want to increase your knowledge and your motivation to experiment so that together we can create ever more successful products. My name is Ben Maynard, and I'm your host. What has driven me for the last decade to bridge the gap between agility and product is a deep-rooted belief that people and products evolving together can achieve mutual excellence. Now, this is one of a number of a few special episodes because I was fortunate enough to find myself at Lean Agile London 2023. Surrounded by some brilliant speakers, I had my mic, I had my phone, I had a lot of coffee, and so I plucked up the courage to approach some of these awesome people and ask them to give us their talk in 10. I am here with Geordie Falguera, the opening keynote speaker from Lean Agile London 2023. Geordie, uh, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, um, as is the usual way of things, I will try and stick to what we agreed we would stick to. If I deviate, call me out, because sometimes <laughs> I'll, I'll I wonder. Thank you very much. So this is a talk in 10, and we have agreed that you'll give a bit about your talk. And then there was also a product you mentioned, which you developed uh, as part of your story. You shared a bit about that. So, Geordie, please, can you share with uh, myself and the audience a little bit about your talk and this product, please? Well, the talk has been about 35, 40 minutes long. Uh, no PowerPoint slides, just Marcus, wonderful guy, taking live sketch noting behind. And it was about um, unleash your mindset. And it, it pretty much starts by putting exposure to what are the problems with following with the day-to-day checklist life of, uh, I don't know, going to university, finding a job, then getting married, la, 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 la. Then we realize we're not so fulfilled. And then we regret the life that we experienced, not because, uh, uh, b- because pretty much did what others were expecting from us rather than us doing it ourselves. And then it goes into how can we figure out four ways to address that. The first one is trick your brain into believing what you want it to believe. So how can you leverage this day-to-day 50,000 thoughts that you have and the ability to connect um, to habits that you already have in something called habit stacking is so that you have more of the thoughts that you that you want to have and therefore you build a routine on this. And then the other three are related to how am I spending the time for myself? Uh, and, and then it starts by figuring out what is, what is it that you're adding value? Uh, I call it the item, the individual talents that you want to explore and maximize. So what do you do with that? What do you do with those hundred hours? How do you prioritize? Then we get into the product space, like prioritization, get this, the most important stuff done and then stop doing what the, should, you should not be doing, but eventually it should be done. And then we explore into those areas that you want to get better at. Who are your coaches? Who coaches the coaches? I mean, this audience was, was intended for, for many agile coaches, but in many cases, like, yes, I go to organizations and I, I want to persuade people to, uh, to change their ways, etc. But who, who is persuading you? Who is helping you change the way you work? And then briefly talk about something called Bloom's Taxonomy, which is this idea of you should be spending as much time as possible into the high-order thinking skills and try to avoid the low-order thinking skills. High-order thinking skills requires more cognition. It, those are more complex, etc. And then the last bit is, well, 
Excellent. If you're, if you're spending most of your time in high order thinking skills, how do you get the rest of stuff done? And that's why I mentioned that we built a product with my partner, which basically goes, I need to figure out a way to get anything that is important that needs to be done, but I don't want to do it myself, get it done quickly. And we talked about uh, this ignition time, which is this idea, how long does it take from the moment you have one idea till that moment it gets done? But in the day, I experimented with uh, Upwork and, and these platforms that you pretty much outsource, but then you need to follow through and you don't know exactly who you're outsourcing. Somebody in Pakistan for $10 or somebody in Germany for 120 mm-hmm. So what we did that was uh, putting a nice layer on top of it that covers all the nuances. So you just have a WhatsApp message that you can send a voice message, stuff gets done. And that that's mostly it. And that's fascinating. I mean, your whole talk was fascinating. I was surprised at how, um, and there's been a couple of talks actually here today where I, I was surprised that it was more about self yep. than lean, agile stuff. Yes. Right. Which I think is lovely, right? We need a bit of that. And your journey when you start talking about Fiverr and Upwork I've always had very very mixed experiences with using them and you say there's that follow through the follow through is hard I think communication is sometimes very difficult and there's always a big time zones as well I mean anytime you kind of have people working in a different country time zones is always a bitch because you're trying to get over (laughs) that so then you what you have this product that you have created is a what is it a wrapper then for Fiverr and Upwork or does it or does it hook into a separate pool of talent that you utilize for these oh, services no, no, not really it's it's pretty much a wrapper so what what i was also experiencing that and and soon enough i realized wait a second if i get somebody to do the boring stuff the, the stuff or the stuff i don't want to do like translations transcriptions preparation for uh middle mural boards powerpoint anything that go or or if you're independent anything that goes with um um, figuring out social networks, get that stuff done, following through, etc. That would be wonderful. So I, I went through these hurdles myself. And what I learned was this is not so much about what platform to use. It's much more about can we do this mindset shift? And the mindset shift was going, if I figure out a way where I can ask something out and it gets done, this is going to be revolutionary. Because it compounds over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say um, I spend 20 hours on higher perceived value, and then some other uh, somebody somebody else is spending five hours because they need to deal with all this mm-hmm. shit, right? So over time, every time you're spending more and more and more, and then pretty much the way it works is. Everything is outsourced through Upwork, but we have virtual coordinators. These virtual coordinators, what they do is they just listen to the request and they just um, figure out who in Upwork can fulfill that request. So there are two main assets in this, plat- in this platform or in this um, company that we created that's called Speedy Time Agency. These this two assets, one is all the people that we have already worked with. We have over 70 people in uh, 30 different countries and 10 time zones. So time zone is not an issue anymore because you have the coordinators that will listen and on your time zone in your language. But then there's the other one, which is how do you 
put all that together? How do you wrap all that together? And, and the only way this can work is if you're inspired by sociocracy or holacracy kind of thing, all the roles are at least duplicated. Um, we have a very quick onboarding mechanism where anybody that doesn't know anything about us in half an hour, they have all the videos, they have all the protocols, they, they have the team agreements. We work everything visually through Kanban. So it's, it's a product based on agile and the idea of leveraging the talent that there's around in the world so that you can focus on what's more important for you. So the mindset shift then, which is important for people to, and I'm going to just check out hypotheses here, right? Yeah. Your talk is about mindset shift in order for people yes. to outsource more and more of the stuff that's that actually aspect, yes. like not valuable for them to do in comparison to having someone else do it, which is a yes. trap that we all fall into, right? For, 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 for many, many different reasons. Yes, yes. Now, Been there. Your, your tool is effectively saying, actually, if we make that mindset shift easier, if we make the behavior changes simpler, sending a voice note over WhatsApp, because yes. everyone's got WhatsApp, yes. most people know how to send voice notes. Yes that actually then what you can do is to simplify that process and have people get a higher quality, yes. which I think is very neat. Uh, there are two aspects to that. One of them is um, I want to minimize the time that it takes from the moment you have an idea. That's what we call yeah. the initial time. From the moment you have an idea till that idea is executed. Uh, the other one is if you think in terms of this is a piece of work I want in outsourced. This is another piece of work I want it outsourced. Then you are increasing all the hassle of how much is this going to cost? Ah, okay, this. Ah, well, no. Can you make it? No. This, is, this doesn't help you with the mindset shift. What we're doing instead is you have a flat rate. Every month you're going to spend 300, 500, depending if you're an independent consultant yeah. or you're a company, a thousand. And then you send voice messages and stuff gets done. After a while, I mean, if you send lots of voice messages, then at some point you will say, hey, same as with, <laughs> with Vodafone. So your, your, your gigabytes have already expired for this month. Yeah. So either buy more or, but we are not into how can we make benefit from people? We're more into how can we spread this idea of focus on what's valuable and make sure somebody else is figuring out the rest. Mm. So your kind of unique value point from your user's perspective is they play a, is that ability to send requests and then you get the request and then, then they, is it like a matchmaking service or do you do the whole? There, there's an important aspect to these requests because we get these questions a lot. Like, uh, I want it perfect. Well, then this is not the service. Yeah. If you want it perfect, you go to a marketing agency that they will go through over and over and they will ask you for functional document and, uh, and all yeah. that stuff. The way we approach it is, look, it would take you five hours. It would take some of the workload off your shoulders. Then you will get it 70 to 80% complete. You will get all, all the uh, graphical stuff done for you. You get all of that. Then you get some um, copywriter putting some text. Yes, ultimately, you will need to change it. But we're trying to minimize your touch points you're trying we're trying to minimize the amount of time that it takes for you mm. so you don't focus on i want something 100 percent complete we focus on i want something good enough that i can work on i call it the powerpoint effect when when you're when you're creating a new presentation if you start from a blank powerpoint like 
Oh, gosh, well, I, I don't know where to start. While, or same with a proposal to a client, if I send the voice message and I go, okay, so this is the client, this energy company, whatever. So go uh, to Wikipedia, find information about the company, just put it in a nice introduction after a conversation that we held uh, on Saturday, uh, on, on Wednesday, blah, 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 blah. this company that consists of 50,000 people around the world, blah, blah, blah. all that is something you don't do. Find me the, the logo, put it in the presentation. All of that, it's so much easier to get started with a presentation that's half-fledged and that's going to cost you a fraction of your time. Because remember, if you're outsourcing it, outsourcing it to, I don't know, to Philippines or Malaysia or all of that, their, their cost will be significantly lower than you. And, and then you have something that's half-fledged and then you, you finish it. It's, it's more about around this idea. So we're almost at time. Good. Well, maybe we're a little bit over time, but we'll keep going because I have one last question. Nice. What has been the the biggest learning for you, like personally, on this kind of product leadership journey that you've been on? Um, the biggest one was that I. It was hard for me to outsource. I thought uh, that uh, it would be easier but it was mostly mindset related. And then uh, all this effort that I was putting in, when I thought about, oh, will somebody come and copy us the idea? Then I thought like, oh, this is, this is a simple idea. I just, these two things, put them together, put WhatsApp around that Trello and that's it. But then I realized, wait a second, in order to copy this idea, you need to go also through the mindset shift that I, I went through. So when, when I'm, Leading this along with my partner from, from, uh, from the product perspective, we just share with uh, the team that we have. Okay. We're going to experiment this. We're going to experiment that. And we're basically going through, uh, new clients, trying with them, figuring out we're less concerned about how we keep it. We just started one month ago and we have 25 clients. So it, it, it's more about are we trying the right things? Uh, is it making sense? Can we get better at it? Then. Do we have it perfect already? Is somebody's complaining? Are they right or not? It, it's more about trying, experimenting, and shifting and correcting. Awesome. Wise words. Thank you very much, Jordi. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I absolutely adore going to these conferences and Lean Agile London 2023 is probably one of the best conferences I've been to in a long, long time, virtual or in person. So thank you to the organisers for letting me be there and be part of it. If you want to know more about Lean Agile London 2023, then head to their website, leanagile.london. That will also be in the show notes. Now, if there is a conference that you think I should go to and do more of these talks in 10, then by all means, get me on social media. There's a way to contact me in the show notes. Let me know which one I should go to. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. I am Ben Maynard, and this is a Product Agility Podcast.